Ladies and gentlemen, welcome back to the bi-weekly Voice Memos podcast. Uh, hopefully you guys are enjoying so far the return. Um, I'm actually recording this episode right after I recorded the first one because I was like looking at my idea sheet. I was like, you know, we're going high energy, going to record this already and I think it'll be a good time. But anyways, hopefully you guys are doing well. Um, I can't say appreciate all the support on the last episode because it hasn't come out yet. But hopefully <laughs> some people did show up for it. Um, and today, anyways, let me let me give you the guys a rundown real quick. Um, first of all, my name's Simon Kim. If you're new here, I've been a creator for the past few years, focused in the mental health space and telling genuine stories online um, at Wholesome Simon on whatever platforms that you use. But anyways, today I'm going to be talking about how to find your passion. Now, I feel like this is something that is so hard to answer. But I've only recently begun like having some sort of breakthrough with it. I think it's it's a situation in which everyone says, hey, chase your dreams, chase your passion. But it's like, what if you don't have that passion? And then there's no real answer for that, right? And so that's been something I've been thinking about because to be completely honest and, and upfront with you guys, it's not something I've ever struggled with or dealt with. Um, growing up, I've always loved creating videos and that's kind of the thing I latched onto very quickly. And so that's kind of been the thing I've been focusing on for the past, like what, 10 years ish years of my life. And so for me, it was never really a question of what is my passion. It was like, how do I execute on that passion? Which is obviously like, I don't want you to feel bad if you're listening to this and don't have a passion. Um, but that's kind of just me being candid about where I'm at. Right. And so the reason why I talk about this is so in my history of creating content online, whether that be mental health related, whether that be driving the community, this is always a question that comes up that I cannot answer. I can never answer this because I, I just simply don't know. And so, you know, I've been looking around and kind of trying to, to come up with things or figure out, like, how do you find that passion? You know, the cop out answer always is like, oh, just try a bunch of different things. Just try a bunch of different random things. And. Uh, make sure you're trying new things. I've definitely said that a billion times, but like it's a lot more nuanced than that. That isn't necessarily fair. And so I kind of want to crack open that conversation in terms of like what it means to have a passion. How do you find your passion or what's a better way of going about it? I think honestly, all a passion really is at the end of the day is a hobby. That's kind of how I see it. A hobby with some sort of end goal. Um, for example, one of my friends, she uh, does stunting and tumbling. And so she did gymnastics growing up and, and did it in college for a bit. But recently she decided she's going to go to grad school and she may try out for the team there. And so it's kind of like an end goal to this hobby that she really enjoys. And she loves stunting a lot. Some people, I know some of my friends love snowboarding a lot and love pursuing that. And so a lot of times it's honestly just a hobby that you can get really engrossed into. It's something that you really enjoy, um, which is kind of hard to stumble onto. If we're being honest, a lot of those things like are set in place when we're younger. Like, for example, like me recording videos, like my dad used to record videos of everything. And so I think that naturally kind of transferred to, to where I'm at today. Or maybe that friend that I was talking about that's, that does stunting and gymnastics, like she probably did that growing up. And so a lot of the times we don't even like really consciously get to choose our passions. They just kind of fall into our laps and it's like, you're the person that does this now, which also comes with an, an interesting 
problem that will come up uh, where if that thing ends, it's like you lose a part of your identity and yourself. But at the same time, that's kind of the general overview, right? Like a lot of the people with passions, it just happened. They never really like had to think about it. It's just something they, they stumbled upon because they tried a lot of different things when they were like literally five years old and something stuck, right? And it's that natural progression of like, oh, you start early, so you're good at it. So you get positive reinforcement on that thing, right? And then so you, you get better at it. And so usually that's how it happens, right? But I also feel like there's this unique point where you kind of, you know, maybe it's through high school, usually in college or when you get older is like, hey, now I really want to think of what my passion is. You know, I had these great things growing up, like those are just things I participated in. But like, what am I actually, what do I care about? And so the reason why I decided to make this podcast episode, amongst other things, is because I recently had a conversation with Morgan, who's a friend, a colleague in some sense. Uh, Morgan is someone that works for Build On. If you've watched my last YouTube video or remember the Keep a Wholesome School Build, where we fundraised uh, that school for $30,000, that she works for that nonprofit. Uh, she Morgan has a background in business. She worked at PwC for a while, um, which is like, I'm not really sure what PwC, I think they do a consulting um so she worked with them for a while and then she got into the nonprofit space and so she was coming into town into ann arbor which is where i go to school and she kind of oversees the east some of the south and the midwest of build on she basically visits all these people doing fundraisers and people that want to get out to build their own schools and so she was on that tour she stopped by we got coffee um if you're ever in ann arbor vertex coffee is great it was actually kind of funny because there were no spaces inside because it was finals week, so we had to sit outside. It was a bit chilly, um, but we had a good conversation, and you know we talked about the the typical things build on. We might have her come out to speak at Creator Camp because we think it'll be valuable. But something that really stuck with me is backtracking a bit here. Every single conversation I have with someone that's a lot older than me or successful than me, I generally end them with, and this is nothing special, but I just ask them like, "Hey, what advice would you give?" to me as a 20 year old sophomore student at the University of Michigan pursuing creating full time and just as something they would tell themselves when they were 20 right and so she kind of thought about this it, you know it was at the end of our conversation we're wrapping up I'm about to drive back and work on this video and Morgan said something that was different than anything I've ever heard and I think it's it, it was very valuable and it kind of ties in with the topic of how to find your passion she stated one thing and it was more in the context of her sister who does a lot of different things. But she said a lot of times in college, you have a lot of opportunity to, of course, cliche, try new things and try different classes and, and look into different career paths, right? But one thing she said that really stuck with me, and I feel like I'm repeating myself a ton here, is that a lot of times it can feel like you're just trying new things and picking random stuff and it feels like you're really not getting anywhere. Like you might ask someone, how do I do my passion or how do I find my passion? Just try a bunch of stuff. Okay. So you go out, you're like, okay, like Roman history class. Let me take that. Let me go online on Skillshare. Let me take a class. Let me, let me figure out how to edit this video. Cause I'm interested in that. Let me uh, get into jump roping. I don't know, whatever it may be. Just a lot of different things that might feel like you're kind of like floating in the ether of like, I'm not really pulled or anchored to one of these things. So it kind of feels like my identity is floating. 
But she told me something really important and it's that you need to do a lot of these different things and it might feel like they're not leading to anything. But if they're actual authentic things and that you genuinely enjoy, if they're authentic to you, then you're going to be fine. And those things are going to lead into passions naturally. And I thought that was really powerful. One, because it gives an answer to the age old, like just try a bunch of different things answer. But it also kind of eases a soul in terms of like just making sure you're being authentic in everything that you do. And it's not necessarily doing taking just classes you like because if people did that, they wouldn't be taking a lot of difficult classes. But it might be taking classes you're interested in or just looking into things that you're interested in because it feels right. And I feel like that's really important. I think a lot of times, especially as we continue to grow these businesses with Creator Camp and like make more content, I'm learning that a lot more of the stuff we talk about is very subjective, but it makes the, a world of a difference. And so in terms of business, that might be like talking about our event and how people are going to feel while they're there and the little things that we can add while there's no like one, two answer where it's like, if we have this, it'll make people feel better. If we have this, they won't. It's like those things really elevate the experience to the next level in terms of finding your passion. It might be trying all these different things and focusing on if it's authentic or not. And as BS as that sounds, and I know that's subjective and I know that's ambiguous. If you go in with that intention, you're going to be just fine. And Morgan helped outlay that, that thought process, which I think is really important. And so I'd, I'd urge you, and I know that I don't really know how it feels to be in that position necessarily, but I found that as long as you're authentic in everything that you do, if it's something you genuinely enjoy, something that actually like, you know, piques some interest in you, something you spend a lot of time talking about, or just something you want to try that feels like you, I think that's something you pursue. And on the flip side of this, I also want to talk about building your world. It, it's something that me, Max, Ryan have really pinpointed in the past year, um, more in the context of who we are as creatives, but it could also apply to you as a student. Essentially, building your world means, you know, hanging up things on your wall. Right now, I'm looking at Malawi currency. I'm looking at um, this Virgil Abloh pic I put on my wall. I'm looking at American Honey, one of my favorite movies of all time, Tyler, the Creator. It's just surrounding yourself with things you're inspired by or things you really like. So maybe you like this artist. Maybe you like this this trip you went on. Maybe you like nature in general. Like just surround yourself and become a maximalist in a sense of getting everything to build your world, everything towards building your world. Because we came to realize that everyone can achieve a certain level of editing skills uh, within YouTube, TikTok, whatnot. Everyone can get to a certain level where it's like, okay, you know as much as other guy. What actually separates the creators that will drive, let's say, become like the next Tyler the Creator or or be able to build their worlds out to be like the next culture shifters are going to be the people that have focused on building their world on top of that. So for example, the Tyler the Creator example, like we look at Golf LaFleur, we've got what he's done there. When you think about Tyler the Creator, you see a color. And you think about an emotion and you feel an essence and a world that he's in. It's his world. And being able to create that is really important. And so I think in the context of like 
oh, I want to figure out what I want. I want to figure out what I'm interested in. Maybe start by building your world a little bit. Surround yourself with inspiration. Don't choke the inspiration out of your life. And maybe you don't see yourself as a creative person, but I think that definitely helps. And it can start as easy as like decorating your walls or buying a few posters that you really like. Like simple things like that, writing a note and putting it on the wall, all these different things. Like it does go a long way and helps build out who you are and the essence of you. And I know this can all sound pretentious and, and a bunch of BS, but I feel like it's really important to have these conversations. And so in the, in the realm of like talking about passions and, and what you want to pursue, start by literally start by hanging something up on your wall. I, I think that is the most important thing and start watching interviews of people that are interesting to you and just watching interviews in general. I think that's really helped me a lot. Find like people I look up to um, and focus on the subjective things. Not necessarily the the super hard, like, okay, I'm going to go to this class and then try this class. Like, focus on, on really getting more in touch with, like, reflecting on the subjective things in your life and what you enjoy. And I think if you use those methods, you'll be able to at least get a little bit further on the path. Um, uh, actually, a class I took this semester was called BA200. It's a business class. Everyone's required to take it their sophomore year. And one of the things they talk about is navigating ambiguity. And it's an interesting concept. It sounds like some business school BS. And in a sense it is. But there is a lot that I took away from that class in terms of like accepting that sometimes things and answers will be very subjective. And sometimes a lot of the growth you go through will be not very set in stone. There's no clear answer. But the best you can do about it is, is you know, talk about it more and accept that ambiguity and, and the nature of the things I'm saying, at least here. Um, I feel like that kind of reflects in that. But yeah, I'll just say build your world and make sure everything you're doing is authentic to you. Something that you generally enjoy doing uh, and are generally interested in and pushed by. In terms of passion, um, maybe you even have to push yourself in the beginning. Of course, going back to that cliche piece of advice to try something new one thing and maybe that gets the ball rolling but i feel like people don't really talk about building your world and how important that is as well in terms of like being a creator if you're a creator out there think about that think about being a maximalist in terms of the inspiration that surrounds you and putting up a lot of posters you know and so that's all i tell you guys um kind of a ramble there but really important to me i think it might be a little bit frustrating the way I'm wording things. I'm sorry if they're like not the best, but um, it's something I've been thinking a lot about. So, yeah, let me know if you guys have any suggestions, of course, have any guests you want to see on the podcast. Um, and I'll see you in the next few weeks, but just something to think about. Much love, guys. Take it easy.